0: Welcome to Tattooing Out Loud, the podcast that's gonna be based around the community that surrounds this shop. Whether it's a one-on-one with us artists or a sit-down conversation with our clients, I guarantee you everybody will have an interesting story to tell. So let me introduce you to Joey. At the time he first got tattooed, he was also a part of the police department, so it brought an interesting blend into the shop where he may have been the first officer I knew with a full sleeve that I completed, which I think is gonna be interesting to hear That time frame. I feel like we match each other's energy, so bear with us that we do bounce around a lot with our topics. Do you remember when the first... What was the first time you came in here? Man. Do you remember that? I could tell you stories It's gotta be... Let's see, one of the first ones... Was probably probably when we did the whole like eagle and serpent thing. Yeah, I have a picture of that. Too. That was pr- I have the I have a picture of that when so the the tattoo shop layout was different. We had the walls and then that was well. I mean, it had to be 2018, maybe 19, 2018. something like that. That makes sense. At least I opened the shop at I think it was 2015. Uh, around 2015, so I think you came in. How did you come in? Didn't you just like. So, wait. So I don't even. How did this happen? <laughs> Honestly, I don't <laughs> even know. I Sometimes ask, I ask people, how'd you, how'd you find my work? Or I, weren't you just like patrolling? Because tell everybody what you do. No, I was a cop for about, mm, yeah, like 13 years. I started when I was 23. Now I'm like 38 now. Yeah. yeah. It's like looking back, it's crazy. So he brought evidence files with him today for us to discuss. I know, and, right? um, So I think at that time, that's when you might have just came in with uh, maybe like the, was it night crew, day crew, whoever you are at the time, you might probably just came in and you're like, you wanted, you were probably curious, right? About this tattoo shop. Because yeah, a lot of people were. I was like, who, when the hell is this? Yeah. You, know? you just mentioned that. You just said, you yeah. know, open a shop here in this area. But a lot of people were curious um yeah because you never know like because it's no no secret this a small community in yeah. small town so is this like a gangster over here that's yeah, that was a tattoo shop. that was everybody's concerns like i want to open a tattoo shop in a, t- a small town that hasn't had one since like 96 i was wondering about that it was they probably questioned yeah you know yeah did they go into your background or like what did they want i don't know, know like, but I, they even... I did i did bring like i remember i brought i don't know do you remember marco Big Marco, he was yeah. uh, okay. So I, I took him in there with me, and also Nick. Remember Nick? Yeah, of course. I took them two with me to the, the meeting. Marco was shirtless, dude. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Imagine, imagine this uh, city oh council meeting. <laughs> so professional. Dude, isn't yeah, it? I know. I know. I I, I can't believe it. I kind of forgot about that. So <laughs> this is pretty good. I can uh, imagine that. Yeah. Oh, man, I kind of forgot about that. So Marco, the uh, city council meeting, big old dude, right, and. We're sitting outside, he had a button up plaid Pendleton. Yeah. So yeah, he was outside of the Could be Pendleton. It was Pendleton. He was outside. <laughs> Let me we were like kind of not plotting, but we were just getting our <laughs> action plan down. And Nick was like, Well, what do I say? I'm like <laughs> I'm like, you don't have to say anything. You just we're just gonna go in there and I just wanna kinda clear the air about this tattoo shop subject. And Marco so just think about like that ripped tearaway clothes. Yeah. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> Might know it's one bit like a pearl snap on huh? just like yeah he yeah, like off. the snaps you know <laughs> and so imagine that in a in a city council meeting cuz you've you've wow. seen some of the meetings right oh yeah no for sure and we were waiting our turn to just bring up the subject to open a shop and or i guess to present my uh my like can i get permission kind of yeah. thing you know and <clears throat> marco i was like i cued him and i'm like all right marco so <laughs> he started taking off his shirt <laughs> In the middle of the meeting, a big old dude. Took what his were you shirt. thinking when he did oh, that? Oh, like, man. It's definitely, you could tell, it changed the mood around <clears> the... Uh... Were you expecting that? Like, did you know he was going to do that? Uh, I mean, that was... I took him to showcase his back piece. We, we put, like, 27 hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. So, you see, that was the reason. Because you it. asked, like, like what did you... Background? I'm just going to take these guys in there and... look, Look at my art, you know? Check out my... This is the tattoos I've done just a very serious surrounding and it was interesting to, to feel the change of energy inside the in the city council meeting when you have a shirtless dude in there showing off his tattoos shop plans for my other shop that i've opened previously and so that i could present that and be like look this is my plan of action this is my business plan yeah but then you know there was a panel of i don't know it was like six people seven yeah people, i forget and they down the line were just kind of just hearing me out and then looking at the tattoos and I think people are there for like other reasons. Like, Hey, fix this pothole yeah, <laughs> in the road. And I'm there like, well, look at these naked men, look at my art. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so imagine That's like everybody's like, everybody's like, you know, just staring or whatever, but well, and it just helped a little bit to get the the yes down the line. Yeah. But then I, 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 you know, I kind of reversed it on them and I said, well, what are your guys' concerns? And the only thing they said was, um, what are your hours of operation? And you're going to put me next to a bar. You can't expect me to close at 9 or 10. Yeah. And I said, you know, I, I'm not going to, I'm obviously not going to take advantage of that. Like, yeah. I'm not going to be here until 3 in the morning every night or yeah, 2, exactly. closing time. Because, I mean, what are the chances? Because at night shift, you used to do the checks, right? Yeah. And once in a while, I'd still be here. Or you'd come in early, yeah. in like 10-ish. And then you'd pop in and be like, hey, what's up? You know, you guys would all come in. And then, then everybody got kind of – because at the time, nobody knew I was tattooing the department. Right. And so, yeah. if, I, <laughs> Seriously, so if I had somebody in here and they're just kind of like, <laughs> why did all of this PD just rolled up in here? <laughs> yeah it was kind of funny that's me i think i was probably one of the first cops that like ended up sleeved out you know because it was like what was it like a matter of two weeks i go from yeah. like maybe one or two tattoos and next thing you know a couple weeks later i have like a full sleeve you yeah know? that's hilarious <laughs> courtesy of omar over here yeah so you started coming in here and some of the other officers but it just spread that way yeah it was cool because i i definitely think about it man i'm trying to open a business like you said in a small town that it's not, it's, I guess, not expected. Yeah. And, again, I just, I found a building, and that's the reason why I opened the shop. I wasn't even trying to, like, I, was, I just needed a place to work that wasn't a garage or a house. Right. And do things legit, to do things, like, you know. So yeah. then I found the spot. It was vacant, and I said, I'm going to go for it. What's it going to take? I went through the steps, you know, did everything from A to Z, jumped through all kinds of the hoops. And um, so I definitely, I obviously knew that I was going to have to make my presence and let myself be uh, known to everybody, like whether it's department, because I, I just didn't want to get, I don't know if you want to call it, you have that mindset of being prepared of everything if you're going to get picked on by either the city yeah. or the fire department, because yeah. it's like, oh, this is not fire compliant. You no, know, What tattoos did you have already? You had some. I have a grenade right here, and then this like a uh, medical, military medical symbol. Yeah. And I think those are the only two I really had. And then the rest... Yeah, because, like, the rest is you. You came in with that. I think I asked you, I was like, well, what tattoos do you have? And I started seeing the older work that you had. Yeah. And then we started talking about your next idea, and that's when we started going with, the, like, the quotes. And Yeah, I think because those two pieces started out um, on my left arm, and then I really didn't have, like, a direction I wanted to go with it. It was just a lot of, like, patriotism kind of thing. Just, like, it was almost kind of developing into this like mantra of just who I am on my left side as far as being patriotic and then uh, military I was in the army national guard they considered a uh, health care specialist but sewing banana peels together yeah I know right yeah you're I still know. doing that no well I know how to suture but I remember you sent like, me a random video this is what I do when I'm bored and it was a banana peel you sewed like yeah he stitched it yeah, together. You, yeah, well, that's so one of the random. ways to practice. Oh, why I didn't yeah. have, like, a pig's foot or some shit? So, like okay. <laughs> you need to, So This is the closest thing that you can get to, like, well, a banana peel's not good for it, but... <laughs> <laughs> it worked. That was the first thing, was the banana. Dude, oh, my God. Just because the thickness of the... It like, a selfie. You're holding the banana <laughs> and It was, was stitched up. Why the, and I'm, like... Looking back, like, sick. really? What is this? This guy can put together banana peels. I, I don't know. That's something, like... I, <laughs> If you're, like, I, guess, like, I never things... remember taking a selfie with it. Yes, I'm you, sure I you did. You really did. That you... was like my selfie era, bro. Right? That was, oh, dude, that was so funny. <laughs> I remember that. And which so, still not over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the army, they call it a healthcare specialist, but it's really <laughs> you're you're a medic. And my first couple of years, I was attached to an artillery unit, which was kind of cool. I mean, most most of the time, like they'd go out to a like a certain area, and then they would just be practicing firing the howitzers and stuff like yeah. that. But I did that for three years, but that unit was up in Richmond. Um, oh, that's right. So it was kind of an Oakland suburb, so I was kind of tired of driving back and forth, you know, three hours every weekend kind of thing. Um, so then I ended up um, moving from that unit to uh, one that's closer here, and that's an infantry unit. So I went from being, like, basically... I don't want to say like a spoiled, like lazy medic to an <laughs> infantry unit medic, which is different because they like fucking break you off in the military on right. in the infantry side. Yeah, That's so. I got a buddy out in North Carolina now that he's uh, he was a combat be- uh, combat medic. Yeah, and he was tell he would tell me I never I should have asked him is he ever sewed a banana peel. <laughs> um, but do you ever have homies that are? Well, like, usually they have these like. So is it like a work? We're well, not a workstation, but it's like a little like. What do they call it? like moulage kind of thing where it's like a fake? It's like armor. our tattoo skin, like our yeah, fake yeah, basically skin. no, like it's that kind of <laughs> is like, it like is almost it like ballistic type of. I don't know what I did on during that this situation. This is tattoo skin. Yeah, I see that. The pound of flesh. Shout out to pound of flesh. But this is a uh, this is our our like, uh, this is our banana peel. Can you cut this though? That's that's the it's, whole. Re- this is what oh, yeah. it would feel like the synthetic skin. The uh, a blend of like, but it's silicone. just solid, right? Yeah. So the whole reason the banana came about was because... If you just tune in and you see, like you're a- holding a hand. <laughs> yeah. If you just dude. start watching and you're I'm like... just going to hold on to the hand. Just, like. Yeah, dude. It's all—it's like a safety blanket. It is. You know, it, um, you know, you don't need a relationship, Joey. I know, right? You just need a Tell pound of flesh. <laughs> <laughs> you just need there a pound go. of flesh, dude. All right, leave you that there. My hand <laughs> leave my hand <laughs> The way people ask me... Have you ever tattooed yourself? Of course I've tattooed myself during my trial era. Man, I got nothing to, I got no one to tattoo. I'm still learning or whatever. And it's, I got my leg and I'm going to learn something. Did you have somebody you can <laughs> practice? Like, it was us. The stuff IVs, like that. yeah. Did you, did you do any of that with uh, so, s- stitching each other? up? like, hey. I, no, not that, not that in depth. Um, you really had to, you know, yeah. kind of thing. But as far as practice, let's things, just, let's just inflict a wound and now let's bandage you up. I guess you can't really do that. Well, they do. It depends, like, when you're gearing up to deploy and stuff like that, they have places like that that, aren't really spoken of. <laughs> Uh-oh. you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Um, and you do go to those <laughs> things. Password. And yeah, no, it's like knock <clears> twice s- and you sign like a non-disclosure kind of thing. You have to do like that. mission impossible. Like, yeah. you know, it was like, so you do get real world practice in a sense. Um, yeah. that's if you're going to like go to the middle East or whatever and deploy. Um, but like just, general out-of-the-box training when you first enlist you go through basic training and then that's like 10 weeks in the army and then you go from basic training to your specialty school missouri i went to san antonio texas that's sure. where they do all the medical training right so mm-hmm. that's uh, fort sam houston so i was there another four and a half months but during that time the way it works is the first six weeks you're doing your emt stuff which is, like, the national accreditation. Like, what you see on an ambulance out here, Those the, they're all EMTs, right? Yeah. So once you get through that and you get nationally certified, then you go into the Army medicine side of it, which is, they call it the Whiskey phase or the Whiskey school. And that's when you start doing, like, all the, you know, trauma medicine, combat medicine and stuff like that. And, I mean, I think it was, like, the first week of that side of the training, we were just sticking each other with IVs all like 15 times a day, do I should you Damn. not? Like you end up being a, a freaking a pin cushion for everybody. Oh, man. You have like valves in your veins and stuff that are open and closed. It's like a one-way valve, right? Because yeah. your blood pushes out from the heart towards all the way to your fingertips, right? So you have all these little valves. And when you're given an IV, it's like you can push it through the valve, right? Sure. Which that you feel. <laughs> So if you've ever gotten an IV and you're like, ow, that shit hurts, that's them floating a needle through a freaking valve, you know? Tattoos all day. I don't know about the stick and poke of a needle. And that's the funny thing, you know? It's like, fast Uh, forward, it's like, I can handle the IV part, but now it's like, go get a tattoo and I (laughs) need this freaking cream to like numb everything. (laughs) If you could see, Joey at the moment has his arm saran wrapped. Oh yeah, I do. So I was contemplating when we should record this. So I'm going to get... People of the community, of the shop community, my A1s is day one clients. And if you're a new client, it doesn't matter. You have a story to tell. You have something cool. We, This is how it's like. Yeah. If I tattoo Joey, we sit down and our conversations go. <laughs> and it's, it doesn't help that we have 300 milligrams of caffeine before we right. start. But, Plus um, whatever. We oh, it's 240 milligrams. This is going to write itself. Yes. This, this thing's going to, yeah. So we might just have a whole day podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's a lot of interesting things that you come across in this life that stories i could tell you whether it's on the road and shop thinking should we do a record session before when we're fresh and we're like the top of i haven't seen you in since our last session yeah i think that'd be a little bit more organic and more um i think it'd flow easier for me to just sit you down and be like hey let's sit let's just talk let's catch this is like us catching up but that was your mo at one point you had a ruck and oh yeah like Like the the rucking thing is like i still think that's one of the best, like, forms of just getting in shape. That's crazy. My buddy is doing that right now. He has a huge community, and I guess, like, the the military aspect of uh, the fitness, he's doing the... um, He's trying to get guys together for, like, rock challenges. Some guys don't don't care to take it beyond that because it's like, I have to get up and do it anyways. Why would I want to do this for fun? Exactly. I guess that's when I want to kind of touch up on the subject of what you're doing currently because now from your left to your right side of your arm, all these tattoos have this whole different concept yeah. that's true because i was still in the military on my left arm and i was i have more of my dad bod era <laughs> you know so dad i'm like i'm not trying to get i was like who am i going to show a chess piece <laughs> so like i'm going to the beach and ripping my shirt okay off so let's get a dad bod tat you yeah. want to get what would be right? a dad bod tat so we have to look that up we have know. to start I don't even know man it's like dad bod. or theory. not even that just like where you are uh at this point i guess now from the military to do the cop thing do like a pig holding a beer can oh man you said it not me <laughs> hey i don't that's yeah it comes down to. oh that that's true i forgot about the acronyms on that there you go the uh but so now this side is all you, the things you're doing now this outdoor thing with i like uh, to spend a lot of time outdoors you know um, you always did though right yeah At i always point. did yeah i just grew up on a farm you know so i was a farm boy so it's the outdoors was kind of like second nature to me we live in a small community it's yeah, like it's a lot of agriculture halfway, out here and you a know, lot of latino um, heritage and or redneck, <laughs> <laughs> redneck yeah. right? basically so you know it's like either outdoor like mud bogging or like just four-wheel drives atvs or stuff have, like that so what joey means is you don't have to be a redneck to like mud bogging well true. i could i could like mud bogging and i'm That's true. i'm not i don't know if i'm i would just say i'm a mix too because i'm not just latino um, I think it's more geographic, but, and then we have that in between gray area that yeah. is like kind of city exactly. town, but then kind of mountain folk. And I love them all, man. They come in here and get tattooed, but you can tell they're ready to go back to the hills where they're comfortable. Oh yeah, they probably that probably peace, last, like... the quiet, the away from the noise. Which I commend them for that. That's awesome. 22. You know, I can, you know. Did they try to bring their shotgun and put it in the corner? Of the oh, house? dude, they, I have a gun rack because of yeah. them. Yeah, I <laughs> believe kidding. it. But they, uh, yeah. So they, there's that in between, and then we have our sweet sequoias, Kings Canyon National Park, and all that good stuff. Our last session, you told me about this. That you just got a ranger yeah. boat, and you're really into the fishing, which that's that's dope. Did you after after our last session? How many times have you gone fishing? um since the last session i think i've only been out like twice since then but i broke a piece on the trolling motor so i had wait already (laughs) well (laughs) yeah i don't know if it was just like brittle like plastic or something but that guy sold it to you with duct tape no (laughs) i put like a live scope sonar like the technology is ridiculous on it i got you i got you the way the wire is on it in the front yeah it got like bound up and i was like trying (laughs) to turn it and I didn't realize it was still moving, and it just caught some, caught some, uh, caught some. What is it debris in the? Yeah. Cause it's really it's bad out there, dude. I remember going yeah. fishing out there. I just caught twigs, because you know <laughs> yeah, I, I can't get I can't get further out where you are in a boat. Well, if that I, was part if of I'm, the reason behind. <clears> it, after I cast, out. if I'm pulling it in, here, here comes all kinds of twigs and weeds. I'm like, great, great. it's not out of service, right? You no, can, okay. I can still use it right now if I wanted to. I just like, yeah. I wanted to make. I'm like neurotic with certain things. So if so, if I break something, like oh, it's out of service. Got to fix it before I go back out. So, <laughs> yeah. but I could. It. If I get impatient, I can take it back out anytime. I'm the same <laughs> way though. That's why I think this is where we kind of relate because you, you said you had some downtime. And yeah. then you got into like this, and now you got into this, and now you got into this. And it's like me. Uh, I just have a lot of interests, like you do. And so I think that's yeah. why I, I, everyone's like, oh man, you do everything. You do the music thing. You do this, you do that. In our minds, it's our way of boredom, I guess, too. And it's yeah. and impatient of things where I can't just sit around and just do just yeah. wait for the next thing to arise. I have exactly. to now move on to the next, something else or I'm going to pick something else up. But the hiking, where did you hike? Eastern Sierra is like High Sierra is like up here. Um, like Sequoia National Park, Kings National Park. When, when would you do that? When your, your mindset as far as not just your day off, because there's a point where you didn't really work, where you were just kind of waiting around for the next thing, but you're also father. So downtime when you didn't have your little one pack up and go, is that when you would? Yeah. Burnout was a real thing. Yeah. And you would say like, you would feel like that burnout, right? Yeah. It would just be like week to week. Sometimes, like I felt like I just needed to clear my mind and get get the yeah. hell away. So that's what I did. The therapeutic aspect. Like I wouldn't even spend like an hour or two thinking about it. I would just just get up and go. Yeah. Well, half the time my truck was already packed with all the stuff that I needed. Longest. Because didn't you like, like camp out? Yeah. Like crazy. Well, that was my thing. I don't want to call it a prepper <laughs> or anything like that. <laughs> you're a prepper? Now we're not one of those. I kind would of believe people. it if you told me one day you were mm-hmm. like, yeah, hey, I got a bunker. Get I will say this. I will say this. <laughs> <laughs> Any given moment, I could be driving my truck somewhere and break down, and I would be cool for like a day or two. That's good. You know Wait, you mean? have gear in your truck? Just yeah, like oh, I have good. like a a tent that goes on the bed of my truck, and that's always under my back seat. Nobody really knows. And then I have this. Isn't little... that where you keep like the the jack? Yeah. <laughs> so so you don't need you don't care about a no, car jack. Nah, I well, need my survival. I don't even have, care like, about o- a flat tire. Tires and shit on it, so it's like this spare oh, tire yeah, you yeah. can't even really put that's on true. there for that's that true. long. But that's still in there. That's funny. So you have the gear? Yeah. I have like That's a go tight. bag basically in there. Um, uh, it just depends. Like I have, we'll just say I have things to protect myself and then I also have enough to like stay outside. <laughs> you have an Uzi? Days. No. Let not, me find out. Let me well, find out. You have like an AK-47? We already in California, That's so <laughs> kind of hard to. I have my 50 cal. To protect myself that, the, in case uh, the, <laughs> any coyotes want to mess with me. The only thing that's legal out here is a Gerber like pocket knife. So oh that's, yeah, that's all that you and a Derringer 22. <laughs> yeah, not even that, dude. Where would you go? Usually Wasn't it a like days that it was it Death Valley? Josh yeah, yeah, Joshua Tree. Tree. Okay, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. National Park. There's like a marine, like a military base out there. Oh too. yeah. Um, yep, I know what you're talking about now. Twenty nine poles, like yeah. area, like that way. I'm one of those people that if I'm going to go outdoors... I, I remember outdoors, you showed me... I forgot what tattoo we worked on. And you showed me these crazy camping trips that you're like, look, yeah. man, this is... I man. just want to be away from people. Like, that's my whole yeah. goal. Like, when I go uh, do outdoor stuff, it's like... The well, just unplug. It. Yeah, right? exactly. yeah, Unplug. Yeah, I get you. The further away from people, the better authentic of an experience it is. Like, yeah, That's kind of how I look at it. It's like, but you're prepared for anything. Kind of I wouldn't want to go... No shade against like Yosemite or anything like that because I love it. And there's a lot of people that live where we live and they've never been there, you know, which yeah. is unfortunate. But yeah. I wouldn't consider that like a, unless you're backpacking a few days at a time and you get away from all the tourists and stuff yeah. like that, it's hard. I yeah. wouldn't consider that like a really awe inspiring experience yeah like, deserted you know, right desert yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is that you're right. right because i remember the times i would go out hiking my wife and i went out on a hike we would run into these people that were speaking this you know they're like from switzerland yeah. you could tell the dialect or something oh, or, yeah. and i was telling her like, man these people are traveling to go to visit a place that's our backyard like we need to take advantage of this exactly burnout is a real thing so we go to unplug go out to hike You know, what was a nice thing that I started liking about hiking was the fact that we, we, you had no signal, Yeah, which is a good thing and a bad thing, right? Emergency sense, but there's also a gear you can get if you want signal. You'd go out there and it was nice not to have anything, just the the distraction. And then I guess the therapeutic aspect, like we mentioned of hiking and then the things you see, and then that mindset, just clearing that, that noise, Yeah, that was pretty cool. Like all of a sudden everybody wants to be a hiker you know right. you know that time but, but it I, was because like everybody has been stuck for x amount of time in their house right like I the whole pandemic thing COVID and COVID and all that like, that's when i really I wanted to get that. into it for sure i'll be yeah. one of those people but it's because i always want another thing was i always wanted to try it and all these ideas were brewing in my head as far as i gotta just go out there and try it i understood why and yep. it was like my own sense of yeah man getting away and and just unplugging from the noise and whatnot and i um And I was I was doing it a lot. My wife and I because we did this like insane hike 13 miles plus or whatever. Yeah. And she blew out her knee. (laughs) It's not funny because it's but but it sucks because we look back at certain videos, the scenic shots, yeah, and she's walking and I could tell my back's gonna be heavier because I'm carrying more stuff. And if you step wrong, dude, nowadays it'll take us out. (laughs) Oh yeah, no. If you step wrong out of your bed to the bathroom or just to get ready and you step wrong, my knee gave out. So that's what happened. When I hit 30, I suddenly became aware of, like, my body at that point. <laughs> a little late, right? It's always but yeah, there. but go- only in the sense that you realize, wait, oh, shit, my knee hurts. Or, like, I have yeah. a knee now all of a sudden. Have but, you, had, like, have you, re- you haven't, you haven't had knee surgeries, body, right? Any of that? No, I like- haven't had knee surgeries, but I've screwed up knees, back, all of it. So that's part of the reason why I didn't stay in the military. The only surgery I had, I had my gallbladder taken out. But that oh. was in 2015? Gallbladder. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was... And then here we are experience. drinking these, uh... Rock stars. Yeah, seriously. Caffeine is a thing, you know? It's yeah. like the most addicted, addictive substance there is. <laughs> so I was trying not to pregame before you got here. I don't really drink coffee, so I... Can't I can imagine it would be good for, like, steadiness of your... That's a question, right? Can I tattoo caffeinated? I usually, at this time, I already had a can and a half of these. I say can and a half because I'll I'll be at the gym, and then yeah. I'll run with a full can yeah, I, and then I just have that like habit of just, I'm just wired like that now I'll, I'll come to the shop and I just have to open another one it's like my right. for no reason so I need to break that which I do better right no it's not that bad but how to sabotage your tattoo artist yeah right <laughs> you set yourself up for <laughs> failure my friend no, I'm kidding that's I more can, a trust thing at that point I've never really found an effect of that I just get hyper focused yeah. of doing whatever I have to do and then sometimes it gets to the point where I can't even talk to the client because yeah. I'm just so into my job. Right. It's like asking the guy that sits behind the desk and just going to type. But it's more that mental focus, I think. Like, I don't just tattoo and start having like Tourette's or Parkinson's, you know? You have ADHD stimulants, like mm-hmm. caffeine, they actually work It levels opposite. you out. It almost is like the opposite. Exactly. So like for us, and I think this is true in the sense to where, like, I could drink this Rockstar and yeah. I, could, I could go sleep for, like, <laughs> I could go pass out two hours later. Yeah. Like, I'll get that, like, jitters a yep. little bit, but it doesn't affect me in, in the sense of it's going to keep me up for a day at a time or anything like that. I got to have a cutoff at a certain time of my day because right. then I do have to, you know. Yeah. But as far as, like, affecting my work or whatever, it's true. Like, the whole the opposite effect, right? But yeah. with me, I just have to do stuff now. Right. Like, if I have tasks, I'll knock stuff out. Oh, yeah. But I do it in a weird, chaotic fashion where <laughs> I, I'll like work. all over the place. I am, dude. It's crazy. So I'll do this. I'll do that. And then I'll go sit down. I'm responding to people. And this might be common with a lot of artists, why it's hard for us to sit down, book. We sometimes have to dedicate a day to do that. Or I have to then break apart my my actual work day. Before we're starting, dude, I'm literally trying to respond to people. Yeah. And distractions. And then I get... Never come back to that, like yeah, or eventually. Later. Keep it together for a day. That's, mm-hmm. That, in in my sense, what that means to me is we're gonna sit down. I book a, that. Another thing about the whole walk in thing versus appointment. I like to have my appointments. I don't know how I did it back then, honestly, because then if I'm working on you, somebody yeah. comes in and I have to now stop. Yeah, and be like, hold on, man. Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch, gloves off. Hey, how's it going? Like, yeah. I'm sure that's happened when, because I would tattoo on weekends sometimes and that's a busy traffic time. I'm pretty sure I remember. We already have this pace on your yeah. your art and it kind of sucks for you because then you're probably thinking in your head, why is this guy stopping right now? Because I know if he starts back on my arm, it's going to whatever. Like, it's Honestly, already... I was probably relieved in the moment. <laughs> Thank God I got a break. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Going back to the whole hyper-focused thing, yeah. if now I have to completely stop Yeah, And by all means, I try to do the best I can to be at like the peak of customer service, whatever you want to call it. And I want to help everybody out that comes to the door. Now I have to go back, jump on your arm. Yeah. And where was I? You know? (laughs) Well, that was going to be my thing is that I like to paint. And I can't imagine stepping away from whatever I'm focused on and trying to come back to it. What was I even thinking? What direction was I going with it? It's hard, Without like a template or something? Yeah. One day I set four hours of my day. X amount of days of the week to just sit and I kid you not it has to be silent and it has to, because I need no distraction my phone if I'm only have my calendar yeah. and just checking the different platforms of uh, messages whether it's email responses Instagram and Facebook I like to know where everything's going as far as like, my time management so my booking my who I'm working on what day and I like to see my calendar physically and be this day I have this person tomorrow I got Joey whatever and then that to me is more controlled yeah. Versus the chaotic form where walk-ins, walk-ins, walk-ins. Because now I just want to, I feel like it's a convention. Imagine I was doing those starting the beginning of like 2015, 20, I started traveling in 2014. And I got my first taste of that convention life, it, but it kept I kept up because my mind is like that already. I was already yeah. 100 miles an hour plus, right. and so I was like, I like this environment. Well, I, I look at your wall; and it's like covered in all these like. Oh, dude. and but stuff. But that's you know like, I appreciate that. that that's, all these places you've been. You know, it's like damn, man. But I have to give it up to the, my good traveling buddies. Uh, shout out to Gunner; he was the one that kind of pushed me to compete. And you know, it's 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 uh, argument about competitions at tattoo con, uh, conventions, but you know what, it's one of those things that I just, I participated, I sent my client up there, uh, competed, whether I won or lost, it was just dope to see my art on a stage. They tried to do the whole like unbiased decision, Yeah. make sure the judge isn't part of the same shop of the person that just won, (laughs) I know. which at that point was cool because I didn't know anybody really. So I was like, whatever, if I win, it felt like the most, you know, authentic. The competition side though, it definitely, well, it challenged you to push it. Forward, I'm pushing the art, pushing the limits, your standards, raising the bar. You know, now I can't sit and go home. I can't sit and draw. You're just mentioning yeah. about painting. It's like torturing myself because I have to finish that. Yeah. And if I can't, because life you know, or whatever, if you just have a busy home environment. I'm trying to be more present. You're not going to see me yeah. and sit down. And I'm going to paint flash or I'm going to paint canvas. Yeah. Right. And I'm, I can't do that anymore because I'm. That's why I struggle with painting then. Yeah it has to be i have to be present i have to be there or else i leave it here i lock the key and i just leave that mindset here obviously if if i'm working i do i'll book at home but i'm not going to sit there and just all right time to bust out some flash with your oil painting so like bob ross style (laughs) pretty much yeah banana peel suturing like you're just all over that's our minds though right it is i i mean i'm still it's crazy finding new stuff to do yeah you know you did the hiking you're still doing the hiking you're still doing the outdoor yeah this sleeve is now inspired to the outdoor theme right the stuff that you're going through right now yeah the left arm is more who I am at my core, like the, you know, like law enforcement, military, like patriotic. The right arm is more shaping into the things that I love doing, you know, like outdoor stuff, like hiking stuff, fishing. Um, That's kind of the direction we're going. Stargazing. (laughs) Stargazing. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, Second Amendment, (laughs) but I like looking at the stars. You gotta be (laughs) well-rounded. Well-rounded kind of guy. That's cool. Hey man, it's all good, dude. We all, and then Bob Ross it up. You know what I've learned from the military, especially all that like machismo mentality and stuff like that? Like, (laughs) We're Put all on nummies. At the cream. end of the day, we're all. It's the, not about the. Machismo. The only difference between us and it's just you have. A couple of kinds of people. The ones that, like, want to maintain this persona of their are just really badass, you know? That demeanor. And then the ones that are, I don't really care. Like, whatever. Judge yeah. me. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> it's my I'm, I'm at the point, like, <laughs> I do not give zero th- ass yeah, anymore. No, that's like, cool. Was, like, yeah, we're just talking about that, too. My personal thing is I want my client to be as comfortable as possible so it's easier for both of us. If you need numbing cream, bro, if that's exactly. what you need to hold on to to make you sleep better at night, lather yourself up. Bring a freaking teddy bear. <laughs> yeah. In bring your bring your whatever you need man i do not provide it though i have some special magical spray <laughs> It doesn't really work. No, it's placebo. Well, no, it doesn't. Much. Yeah, I could tell you it just is. Just spraying water on. It's just like, Bactine or uh, hey, Bactine does have some nowadays. Look, like the Bactine max, but I could have back in the days to be like, yeah, this is numbing cream. Placebo stuff works, man. It does. You can trick the brain it. It's anything. Jedi mind tricks, man. Yeah, it's, it's like, oh, this is uh, this is eight percent lidocaine. It's, it's working. It's just right. soap and water. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. No, I don't do that to all clients. <laughs> um, just, just they placebo. do. I've, I have been asked do you provide in it there's topical the numbing cream which you have to then there's a a procedure you need to follow if you're going to be using that and my theory and i just i don't know there's a lot of there's a lot of arguments about that about you're pushing it into the skin it might you might have the reaction to it it'll affect your tattoo healing or whatever the case yeah and i've seen all different types of spectrums of of like of the reactions of that. but i've also seen people that For instance, I've had these uh, encounters where they come in with the numbing cream already like this, Mm -hmm. and they still feel everything. Like, I would feel played, because I just spent this money to get this, and it doesn't work. But, I don't know. It's obviously, it's very common now. A lot of people more than likely have been asking about it, which, hey, like I said, to each their own. That was not around when I was getting tattooed. Probably not even your first tattoos. No. Certain areas, I tattoo some clients, and everybody has a different pain threshold, you're, you and I are gonna have different. Mm-hmm. I can't test that now because I haven't got tattooed in a long time. Yeah, I mean, I can't tell you how long, how well I could sit now. I don't even want to find out because I don't care to. get t- I honestly, I think I'm. I don't want to say I'm good, but I just don't have any. I feel like you head. get to at a certain point, you have to be good, right? Like, <laughs> <I> mean, unless <laughs> like you're like, your real estate is unless you're like, what was like Kat Von D, just oh yeah, they're saying yeah. Just, now she's just black out everything. That's crazy. That's the only. That's the next level, right? Like once I'm you just get tattoos everywhere, unless you're Laser, like, lasering is the thing. Unless you're recolor, well, yeah. F- that, dude, I'm not. Lasering kidding. hurts. Nah, like, I'm not. No, lasering we're sucks. Good. You want to burn your skin? Yeah, let At that point, just go ahead and put me under some like <laughs> anesthesia altogether. Like, you know, Everybody has a different pain, the tolerance, their yeah. threshold. My stomach took about six hours, and I was like. I don't know, 19 or 20 Mm -hmm. when I got my stomach done. Yeah. My whole torso, dude. Not just stomach. Like, I went rib to rib across. It felt like I was getting cut open alive. Yeah. Again, the machismo mentality was hitting me. And I think I was like that young buck, like, I was just slamming rock stars, dude. (laughs) I was trying to keep my heart rate up. Over here sweating. I'm surprised (laughs) I'm alive. I definitely woke up with a fever. Yeah. I woke up sick. My body was just exhausted. Constantly put under a state of stress. For that long? For that long. So imagine, all I did was get, you know, back in the day when the... Big forty ounces with the oh, top. Yeah, those, those were yeah. like okay, that's what I was drinking yeah. when I did my when I tattooed my whole stomach. I was just I I, I, I kid you not. I had two of the the heart those, Damn. and I was just in my head. I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna keep my heart rate up and my adrenaline going. I will not feel the pain. That was my mindset at the time. It crazy worked in reality like that adrenaline. It it enhances all your <laughs> senses. You know, like increases sensitivity. Yeah, I did not support. think about it. No, but, but then again. Numbing cream wasn't a thing yet. Yeah, it wasn't at all. I mean, if you can get like your yourself to a state of like, adrenaline, yeah. then you won't feel it. But it. I think that's, that's only like yeah. a minute. I got I that. got too comfortable. Your with the, body can't sustain. I got too comfortable right. with the whole. Uh, I'm just gonna slam rock stars. time yeah, about tattoos. Right? Well, I remember like some of my first <clears throat> tattoos. Like I would like do these like six eight hour sessions. How the hell did I do that? For us, it was probably like the the whole eagle serpent. Yeah. Um, well, how long? How long did that take? I don't remember. Was that? Why well, know We did the whole sleeve in a matter of two weeks. So I think the first session was like yeah. <laughs> that's right. Cause we, we just, were just went like back, back to back. back. Yeah, Seriously. that's crazy. I Kind of like how this thing's shaping up over here. From, yeah, like break your mic, but no, that's fine. It's um, it's just a pod mic. <laughs> huh. I have a couple of pieces on my calves on the outside, and those were like six. You know, like I just went into. I didn't know those artists, so I wasn't going to come back a second time, kind of thing. It's like I wanted to get it done, yeah. one shot. And that was it. So I think those were like six to eight hour sessions. But Did you, back then, was that no. a walk-in thing? Yeah. You just well, walked well, in? G- or you actually made appointments? I made appointments. Okay, okay. I've always made appointments. I've never just like, what? If I was going to do a walk-in. You, you in mentioned selected, spontaneous? Check their shop out. Yeah, right yeah. Right, like, well, that's what you did here, how right? How sketchy is this place? Yeah, you'll yeah, see like, how like, sketchy this yeah, Sanger shop is. Exactly. You walk in, there's a bunch of like cholos in the front. Like, hey, what's up? <laughs> All right. What do you want, foo? What are we going to tattoo today? Let's talk about the ideas you shot to me because I have this stuff. Uh, that's another thing why I wanted to kind of do this beforehand because I don't know your state of mind after yeah. this tattoo session. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to sit you down to talk. You're just going to be like, bro, I just want to go home. I know, right? <laughs> well, I wasn't sure, like, what was going to happen. Like, I no, it's all good. there's pros and cons, like, no matter, like, how you look at it. Cause yeah. Since we brought up the numbing cream, obviously it's yeah. a, no secret that obviously, I have numbing its cream. in effect um, right now. <laughs> so it's in effect right now, and by the yeah, time we start smart, yeah. doing the tattoo, it's, it's already be worn gone. off. <laughs> so you might want to go to the bathroom, to apply be, that it, real quick. Let's—I ran out of it after oh, this like one oh, shot, bro. So we're just gonna have to deal All with right. it today. There's a guy down the street I might know that might be underground uh, uh-huh. stuff from Mexico. That <laughs> hey, I would. If it works, I don't even care. <laughs> if it works, it works. see you next time with an just amputated say, arm. As as what said? happened? It didn't work. Yeah, my, so I can't build my arm or leg at this point. You sent me, yeah. You sent me the idea. I have it, the concept. Yes. But, but then again, we obviously have to blend in what we've already started. On my forearm, I have this like mountain scene, and um, well, a couple mountain scenes now. It's crazy because this was a whole different, like that was a whole different time of your life. Mm-hmm. Like that, like yeah. like your left arm, yeah. your right shoulder whole different because you already had that skull right or did we start that we did it once because think about it now the forearm to the top is a whole different yeah theme, right and i've done it in like reverse order too yeah that's a thing i came in with my lower forearm tattooed and then we went up instead of like most people start up at the top and like get a half sleeve or whatever but not us and then come yeah you should do henna around your fingers east asian (laughs) type of like (laughs) <laughs> but you, we're, yeah, we're going into like that, that is it almost um, like a more realistic it's outdoor landscape scenic tattoos honestly when i do those it feels like i'm painting in a sense because you're doing certain techniques that you would with a brush yeah and then to get certain details it's all like little tricks here and there it's all with again like blending it together and that's what's gonna it's consists of that to get a nice flow make it custom but that way it's not such an eyesore transition it's going to continue from the softness of that yeah that and then go into like a whole new piece with the stargazing it just sucks because obviously the the um shading up top is going to be a ton of shading to get that night that night sky look it's not going to be black but it's going to be a lot of coverage yeah Let's hope that numbing cream holds, holds through. It's not. <laughs> it's, it's probably gone. Know it's, yeah, I already it's know probably it's going But we'll see, man. We'll, we'll see, see how it goes. Yeah. We'll get as far as we can. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, let's wrap things up. Let's get to it. Thanks, Joey, for uh, yeah, no problem. being part of the community of the tattoo shop for one. A little bit after this, we'll kind of go ahead and uh, see the turn on of the tattoo and kind of get some shots around it because we do have the inside that we were also worked on, and so we're going to get it all kind of blended together. And I think, honestly, we're just going to have that that very top have you decided – do you, are you ever are we gonna go up to to the inner arm or are you just gonna kind of um do you want to eventually go up because this other side we went up right is it a yeah on the inner arm on the left oh uh, yeah no we did we did the whole the flag like, thing, right? so then, kind of thing so then so this yeah. side what are you are we gonna do that again on the go? inside i I like I still like the idea of doing like the whole antler frame no I, like definitely I, I feel do. like something framing it up would yeah, be pretty cool I think that would look cool in there and it's, yeah. I mean and you can almost do the shading somewhere? Yeah, so I, I think I'm, it's going to it's gonna as definitely as well. cover from the oh, backside like of the arm. Way, yeah, yeah, going forward, and it's going to have that because our, our arm tapers. Yeah. So I want to leave it where it doesn't look so. It's just one of those things, it's going to be a lot of coverage, you know, yeah. so we just have to. I was kind of thinking about it when I was. Figure that out. I was like, what, what can we. I feel like the shading. Yeah. Um, you think it, I ink and, it, man. That's what it's going to be. How quick of a process is that? Because I know <laughs> with the shading, I would remember, like, you're just kind of mixing blood yeah. and ink basically. It's like that's how i look Swishing at it splashing it around yeah. and that, from a person getting tattoos perspective like, that's yeah, what it looks should like you just put some more uh, ink in that buddy i was like that's a lot of blood right and they're just like basically <laughs> watercolor is yeah, what watercoloring like. yeah, yeah that's what it seems like you know yeah. so i f- i was like okay that shading Those shading needles, I was like that. We could (laughs) color a lot of that space. If you ever tell me you should put some more black in that, I'm going to give you the stuff myself, Bill. You do it. (laughs) Uh You do my job. No, it'll be dope. If you excuse us, we're going to get to our tattoo session here. Thanks again for uh, tuning in for Tattooing Out Loud here at Queen's Gold Tattoo Parlor, Sanger, California. And with that, we'll catch you guys on the next (laughs) one.